Warning, this podcast may feature adult language and themes and is not suitable for younger audiences. You have been warned. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name's Dave, and I will be your Dungeon Master for this evening. Let's go ahead and intro the group. Starting on my left, playing Paradil, we have Zach. Oh, hey, it's me, Zach. I play Paradil. Yes, he does. And to his left, we have Francesco playing Felix. Hello. We have James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friends. Joe playing as Ezra. Hey, what's up? And last but certainly not least, Mike playing as Quinn. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) So. Present. (laughs) For those of you that didn't turn in, unfortunately, last time on Hapless Heroes, download last week's podcast and listen to it. (laughs) Anyways. We approached a door after we heard some commotion behind it. If I recall correctly, I fumbled through the door. Um, I think we all did. We encountered, we encountered a gentleman we referred to here as Top Knot, one of the worst enemies we've encountered. You guys were calling him Leatherface last Leatherface, time. Leatherface, yeah. Leatherface, Top Knot, whatever we can tack onto a horrible top bomb. Knot. He had a couple cronies as well as a spellcaster along with him. And boy, did he smell. Uh, after dispatching of them uh, in, in great fashion, I feel like we had a, a phenomenal lack of, of Nat ones, not to jinx us for this week, but it was a strong <laughs> fight by the, the fucking heroes we showed up to play. Um, we finished them off, we got through, uh, or we opened the portal and sent 31 squared home. And now we have a child who we've taken from his parents and we need to figure out how, oh no. He jumped, he jumped through the portal. Tavi jumped through the portal. I forgot that. That fucking sneak. So now Tavi's on the other side of the portal. We have since left and we're deciding... How to tell a child's parents that we no longer have their child in this dimension. (laughs) He slipped into an alternate plane. (laughs) Uh, And we don't want to come across looking like pederasts because that's the last thing we need uh, in this budding group. Oh, hey, we're Um, all grown people, all grown men, and uh, we disappeared with your child, and now he's not here. (laughs) Now he's gone. Um. And Peridil found a magical scimitar, which he, he totally is left with a magical robot that you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we are, uh, trying to figure it. out life, pretty much. So for the four of you who are here, not counting the one of you who's not here, but we'll cut you in in just a moment. Here you are in a ziggurat filled with corpses and minus one preteen boy. <laughs> Which is proving to be more of a problem than the fucking bad guys. <laughs> yeah. So have we settled on, sort of at the end of the last episode, have we settled on, like, leaving a note in the middle of the night, not doing this face-to-face, sort of breaking up over text type of deal? To, I was supposed to sneak in as, yeah. as an idea. I like that, and <laughs> mostly because I'm in a mess up talking to these kids' parents. I know that. I don't want I, I don't want to. Talk I think to we him. should just do it face to face. You can and have Quinn. Wow! Just work wow. magic. Volentel Quinn to do this. Beep. I'll back Beep. Quinn up. Beep. Yeah, Beep. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the boss backing up <laughs> over Quinn. <laughs> well, who's the most? Charismatic? I mean, Quinn's confidence level is definitely high. I just don't think that it's that high. I just don't see it going well. Unless we get a real high roll, I don't see it going well. I just well, say we, yeah. we yeah, sneak right. in, we give them a note, and we get the F out of there and on to our next adventure. Anyone object to this? Strongly? Paradell does. You want to talk to their parents? I will. I won't. 
<laughs> I'll stand back in the field while you go up. Uh... <laughs> All right, Peridot wants to go. Let's go back. To, let's head back to the house then. Let's head back towards Tabby Town. It's pretty late in the evening, so they're not awake right now. However, let's say it's about midnight. You are maybe about an hour and a half walk from the farmstead. Get there pretty early in the morning. You get there at about, about 1.30 in the morning. I feel like a terrible person right now. And you probably are, however. Like, can we just leave? Like, can we just not do this? <laughs> like, can we just, why is this, I just don't, like, I why is this our responsibility? I could come back <laughs> to the in the ass. I mean, we were the last Why? Because his kids, feeble ones. old parents are going to come after us? I don't know. Now, my question you for you. It's the middle of the night. Well, well, no, I'm so, not here, but he, so, but he left a note for his parents. Hoblet is less scared of these monsters he's fighting, and yet is fearful of a <laughs> lowly farmer. I just think we're going to end up in jail. I Cops are be... shooting people. I just think we're going to end up in jail. I believe it would be quite cowardly to leave without a personal word to these parents. Fair enough. We'll head to the house. Let's take rest. Head to the house in the morning and break the news to the parents. You can absolutely take a rest here since, um, well... Frankly, the bodies here aren't getting any deader. Mm. Or more alive. Is this time for Whatever. The, uh, 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 how long are you guys going to be resting for? Well, we can take a, a night rest. Isn't that a long rest? That would be a long rest, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, take a, we can take a long rest here and get us through to the morning. Yes. <laughs> Who's going to give us a montage? Montage! It's a sleeping montage! Yeah! <laughs> The body stink like hell when you wake up, montage. Gross, the maggots are everywhere. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did that cigarette have any, like, any hay or any comfy sleeping spaces? Yeah, they had, like, set up, like, some... Just for those listening, Hoblet just pushes a couple of the fresher bodies together and just... (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Hoblet thing you've ever done. You haven't lived until you slept on some corpses. Right, you haven't slept <laughs> on a bed of dead corpses. I don't want to know you, frankly. <laughs> All right. So I the long rest has ended. Already. The bodies are rank, and you have awoken. <laughs> so against Hoblet's better judgment, it sounds like we are heading to Tavi's house. You are heading towards Tavi's house, yes. So we make it there around, oh. what, 9.30? Yeah, let's say it's about 9.30 in the morning, and you have reached the farmstead. Hoblet's going to sit down somewhere. <laughs> Hoblet sits down <coughs> somewhere in the field. Yep. What do we, what's, what, what's the, the scene here? Like, what do we see? Um, it's still a pretty pleasant morning. Um, you don't really see any movement yet on the farmstead. Uh, nobody's out and about just yet. 9.30 a.m. That is correct. <laughs> 9.30 a.m. They got all their shit on their mind. <laughs> I got shit to do today. Um, Quinn kind of takes a look into the windows. See if there's anyone in the house. Um, You don't see any movement right away. But you do see, uh, you're looking into the kitchen. You see a couple of uh, used dishes on the table. So they're awake. Um, yes, two of them have been eaten from. One has not. Oh, someone's nervous. Someone's working. I'm going to say, since it was Peridol's idea to come, I'm going to... Yeah, Quinn turns well, to Peridol. One, kinda... one of those plates is for uh, oh, the boy. Tabby. Yeah, that makes sense. Tabby yeah, I nod to Peridol. I just kind of give him a heads up. Uh, yeah, there's nobody really around. We're I don't still really in the know field, what else to do. by the way. Yeah, for for the record, <laughs> Hoblet and Ezra are just chilling I'm in just, the field. I'm standing with my arms crossed. <laughs> yep. I don't <laughs> want to be on any security cameras anywhere. Peridot's feeling a little sick to his stomach. Okay, so right now you don't see anybody through the windows. Two bowls of uh, breakfast have uh, had some food taken out of them. One appears to be porridge, although you're not really looking that closely and can't smell through a closed window. Nor do I care. Yeah. Has some stuff in it. Alright, well I think since it was uh, Peridol's idea to come, then uh, I gotta make the first move here. Yeah, and I'll... Quinn's gonna back him up. 
appreciate it. <laughs> I kind of give like a little, uh, you know, hand gesture to the other two. Feels a little sick to his stomach, but he, uh, you know, I got your back. He pops his chest out, walks up to the uh, the front door, and gives it a knock. Should we address Zero, by the way? Oh right, Zero was with us. Yeah, he's still with you guys, right? Yeah, Zero's with the with the group. He's just kind of hovering in the background. Sure. Okay. He, Does he sort of have like the he, thousand mile stare from his a little two bit. Week he's excursion? he's well, he's a little emotionally drained right now. So he's with them, not us. Yeah, he's he's with the backline group. Zero's emotionally drained. He just drained. doesn't the have robot, enough to give a fuck to really. Make sure and to recap yeah. from last time, I don't think we got to that in the recap. Oh yeah. But the reason why Zero may be a little phlegmatic at this time. Yeah. Oh yeah, he went through a time. time he went warp. through a portal and went on a two-week adventure, Last and uh, we haven't really covered it. And... But you will hear it soon at some point. Special episode. Stay tuned. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spooky. It is three spooky five me. <laughs> All right, back to the task at hand. Back to the task at hand. There's a knock on the door, and nothing. Silence. Okay. I turn to the only member of my party with me. <laughs> so at what this point, Quinn's, Quinn pretty much assumes that they've probably realized that Toby's missing and is probably looking for Toby. So I'm going to say we can either search for them, which may or may not be a waste of time, or we can leave the note that we initially had decided upon. At least to give them, when they come back to the farm, some sort of knowledge of what happened, rather than... Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. I mean, at least they know we've attempted to be here. Should we leave our own note? (laughs) Should we amend the note that we have? Um, Well, since... I mean, so I, I pull out, you know, my little... Uh, you know, pad that I carry around with me and my, okay. my quill and ink and I just start kind of cursively jotting a note down. Kind uh, of like a Kill Bill style in a few years if you still feel sore about it. I know that Whoa. Ezra and I are like back in the field but I'm just yeah, curious yeah, as to what the note right past the that you're writing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come get some. By the way, if you want to kill us, you're more than welcome. No, no, no. Let's not so, do that. So, I, I'm just a little curious for the audience sake. What does the note say note? on the door of the parents along with the note that says that their kid that we took disappeared into another dimension and is not coming back? How are you breaking the news to them? Like, what does the note say? I, I'm put a curious. dude on the spot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what... I'm just curious. Yeah. Because, like, like, what I'm you picturing, what Hobbit would write would be like... Probably a really abrupt and hard cut in the audio, and then boom, it just... Like, Wrote it in two seconds. Right, that's what I'm. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm the thought. magic of radio <laughs> oh, look. makes us sound way more competent. Than no, but really, guys, it is amazing. And I came up with it right on the spot. Like, hi, we're a band of adventurers. Your son hired us. We're he a band of adventurers. We have met them. Yeah, Long the story short. Yeah, but we yeah, lied. Yeah, oh, yeah. we lied to you. You met us. We were the guys who helped on your farm. We lied to you. Uh, your son was hiding a robot that opened a portal to another dimension that we allowed him to jump through. We didn't chase him or try to open it again. I mean, he is sort of... Sort of oh, and he gave us probably the through. only valuable thing that your whole family fucking owns. Now, just okay. to remind you, Wait, you're, you're, the roof. you're you sitting sadly I assume it field. wasn't his. <laughs> Where, Where the fuck does a kid like that get a dime? been slanging dope for five years? Years on it. It came from the Modron. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had such a large moral dilemma in a game like this. Like, this is actually phenomenally amazing. Yeah, I wrote all kinds of stuff. And really, I, I could have written nothing and just let you guys play out a moral conundrum for two hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still good with not doing anything. Not like, leaving the note, just leaving. Yeah. I think the note should just say... I really wish I was there right now. I think we, I think, I think I think we well, should write it from We're Tommy. getting there. No, I, know. I know. Two notes from Tommy? I, want no, you to I think be. we should write it from Tommy. Tommy already wrote a note. This I just want to shout write one for him. <laughs> he already wrote one. That's what we're taking back to the house. We have I a know. note from Tommy to his parents. But we can't make our own signed Tommy? I feel like it actually any amendment we would make would probably just make us seem creepy. Like very shady. 
Yep. So let's just leave the kids' note. Leave the kids' leave note. Leave it be and be on our way. We try to make contact. If we have to address this in the future, let the, you know, let the bones lay where they will. We've been cool with that since minute one. So, yeah, we're, we're on board. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to speak for you, Ezra, but I think we're cool here. All right. Forget about it. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So, we have left a note Catchphrase. on the farmstead in the morning. The day is young. Where do we go from here, folks? Back to the bar? Have you eaten yet? <laughs> Brunch? What day is it? Is it Thursday? No. Right now it is, currently, would be phenomenal. it is currently a Monday. However, the Gold Canary is about two hours walk from here. Let's do it. Let's get some lunch. Let's, let's speed walk. We'll head back. We'll head back to the Gold Canary. A walk into the Gold Canary montage. <laughs> Canary. Montage. All right, so you arrive as a party at the Golden Canary. It is in the late brunching hour, although being a Monday, the brunch is not quite as prevalent. Right, right. It's well, a well less attended it. Monday brunch. Yeah, there's the, no the, devils the around. Peak day of right. two, of the, Thursday. The, the Thursday yeah. brunch <laughs> is where it's at. That's when they advertise on Facebook and stuff. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, like medieval Facebook. Ye old book of they faces. A, they have a, like a posting board and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's their Facebook. Yeah. yeah. It's probably filled with a whole bunch of bullshit too. It's more of a MySpace. Yeah. yeah. It, it's right up <laughs> right up until you see drawings of dicks on the job board at Dog. Uh, it probably would be more of like a back page. <laughs> <laughs> and we've gone shady as hell. Okay, so you arrive at the Golden Canary. And you What's are ostensibly on? standing at the door of the Golden Canary. I'm going to the bar. I'm going to check out some job listings. <laughs> there aren't really any job listings oh, here. This is this is a country inn with a fantastic brunch. Okay. Well, but no, that is not things. the runner house in the city of Erlon. Which is still much farther Which is walk. still about an hour away from here. Oh, okay. But an hour away doesn't get you fed. Hmm. Sit down. I'm going to sit down and grab a table. That has at least four chairs. If these guys want to go drink, it's a little bit early. I need some porridge. Need a little bit of porridge. Okay, so you guys are ordering some food. Yes. Uh, you're going to the bar. Yeah. I'm Tony Ezra at the bar. Okay, and you guys see the same bartender that was there last time. Cool. Give him a little fist bump. He <laughs> nervously and tentatively returns your fist bump. He's not quite sure where the fists bump came from, but he's going to go with it anyway. The fists of bump. Yeah. Not so much that he's unfamiliar with the custom of fist bumping. He's just not sure why you've chosen to fist bump him this early in the morning. But, alright, so uh, I take it you guys have ordered some drinks? I'll take an ale. An ale? Uh, I'll Glass your finest an wine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy him an ale, too. Alright. Or ale. If it's being paid for, I'm not yeah, sure. Beggars can't be cheap. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll you take thought, a blue light. It, it's dirt cheap. It's a few poppers because cool. it's, you know, ale and wine and at a country bar and the rest of Hoblet. What are you doing? I'll have steak and eggs and a goat milk mimosa. A dutiful little um, server, human, but a little person, rushes off to the kitchen to go get it. Uh, go get the order in. Well, Herida, <laughs> are you ordering anything? Ooh, yes I am. I will have a uh, bowl of porridge, please. And one bowl of porridge. And the order goes in on the stumpy little legs of our server. An extra uh, goat's milk for me. Hold the mimosa. Extra pungent. Extra pun... Extra pungent! You've got it! <laughs> and quick little short-stepped scurry that this short person does. Now, speaking of short people, there is yet another short person by the name of Felix chilling at a table in the corner. Uh, Quinn notices him, notices he wasn't here the last time, and kind of moseys up to his table. Quinn likes to meet new people. Of course Quinn likes to meet new people. It's make, a very Quinn thing likes, to do. He likes to make friends. Especially with a little bit of um, social lubricant. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Parado looks over and sees a fellow gnome. I know, right? And how rare are they in the kingdom of, the kingdom of Vesh? Especially a gnome that he knows. 
A gnome that he knows. He is a gnome that he knows. Hobbit, take a look over there. I think I know that guy. I know that I know that gnome. Where have we seen that gnome before? I don't think you have, but I know him from a long time ago. Oh, an old friend of yours. Felix? And Felix kind of like, you hear his name like called from across the uh, bar and like looks up. He's like, Paradil! Oh, Felix Flizzle. Oh, my old friend! <laughs> Good lord, it's what have we gotten ourselves yeah. okay, into? Okay, okay. I know Quinn oh. was walking toward him, but he now yeah. kind of does a 180 and just walks right back to the bar. <laughs> All right, back to the bar you go. <laughs> Right. Paradil, my old friend. I, it's been it's been many years. What what what? Why, what are you doing away from the forge? Well, my uh, my compass has taken me wayward, my friend, and I've joined this band of adventurers. And well, I'm trying a different path. What are you doing here? I'm just here doing research on local fauna. Oh, that sounds like something Felix Fizzlebottom might get into. Am I right, my friend? Oh, you know, you know, I just love the alchemy. Oh, Parrot Hilly D. <laughs> Good lord. If we weren't already nerds. All right, gnomes, enough of this. <laughs> Who's, uh, oh, hello, uh, Mr. Dwarf. I am Hoblet the Smasher. Oh, Hoblet, yes, I've heard your name uh, down in the, uh, in the, uh, hobbles of Dunedin. You will go by Felix? Felix, yes. Fair enough. Hoblet's going to kind of turn towards the bar as he realizes that he's trapped in a situation that he no longer wants to be in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to loudly call for Quinn and Ezra with his hand up in the air. Quinn, Ezra, he come some, here. Some Meet a new friend. Quinn kind of like looks around like as if Hoblet is no one he knows at all. Quinn, over here, <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Fine. Um, Ezra, you as well. No, wait, hold on. Is Zero still here, too? Zero, um, actually, right I now, know him too. you hear Zero kind of trundling toward the stairs. I kind of stop him really quick. I, I kind of put my hand up. Wait, hold on. Uh, Z- hold on. Does he... Can I call his name? Like, Is he trying to like be all secret-like? Z- Zerokins! Hey! And he just comes to a stop. One, two, three, like just just like a three seconds of just dead stop staring ahead before he turns and slowly walks over towards you guys. Zero, I, I, I don't mean to, to take you away from you seem a bit shaken, friend, uh, but I just wanted to say hello from the Omega Project. It's been, how is your, how is your research progressing? The research continues. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, listen, I don't want to keep you any longer than you need to be here. I, you, you seem like you could use some uh, some recalibrations. Do you require any assistance? Not at the moment. I will be... Hap- happy is the word, right? Yes. I'll be happy to catch up with you if you're still around once I'm done with calibrations. But something just... Just not quite... Right, that's the word, right. Something is not quite right. I see. Right now. I think I'm having a language processor yeah, failure. Yeah, I kind of like started just patting him on like the, well, at this point... He just slowly turns back and trundles back kind of toward the stairs. Mm, yeah, okay. Uh, Quinn kind of knowing and being more astute to Zero's issues and what's going on and noticing that he's obviously not the same... Uh, and knowing that Felix seems to know him now, uh, is a little bit more intrigued with Felix. Sure. Uh, so I kind of saunter over a little bit more confidently than I would have before. Um, so how do you know Zero? Oh, he and I are we're, we're research partners at the Omega Project. Uh, Quinn feels like Felix could be useful mm. uh, in the group, uh, so he kind of nudges to, to Hoblet and says, I think we should keep him around. We could give him a tryout. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, it, I can I can take some time away from my studies to uh, assist you. You just shanghaied him into an adventuring party. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's not peer pressure, Felix, but you're coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fine with me. So what are we up to, then? 
I mean, if we're, I mean, are you guys like looking? You guys have like a, a job or like breakfast? What, you, what, what brings you here? The you first guys, job is breakfast. You guys are like now in conversation, so I'm gonna take my beer and walk over. Sure. To you guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining the group, Ezra. <laughs> well, sure. I could, I could use a bite tea. In fact, I actually just ordered some eggs myself. Is this an eating montage? Yeah, I suppose this is an eating montage. Are you guys we're all sitting around montage, the same table, yeah. or um, liquid? We're not split liquid, up or anything. Breakfast, breakfast, I guess. Yeah. Ezra's at the bar, but Ezra's is, is Ezra still at the bar? He walked no, away. I'm, I'm oh, over you with you guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're all eating. Together. I'm about to say, I thought he joined the party. We don't have a split party, even though this is not a dungeon and is in fact a bar. A bar. <laughs> <laughs> we proceed with the eating and drinking montage. <laughs> chomp chomp montage. Yeah. Spaghetti. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to have with a goat milk mimosa, really? <laughs> steak and eggs this morning. Yeah, spaghetti brunch. Morning. That is the right answer. <laughs> steak and eggs is always kind of a right answer for breakfast. Touche. All right, so what are you guys getting into today? Running away from <laughs> certain. Uh, let's not <laughs> necessarily tell them everything. Yeah, it's not. Uh... <laughs> we know you're lawful gonna, good and all, I'm, but. I'm going to kind of like nudge Paradil. Like. I won't, I won't press. I won't press. <laughs> I won't press. From here, we're headed to find a new assignment. We've just finished our last task. We well, wanted I'm... to refuel and reorganize. Well, in that case, I will just gather my, my things and I will uh, I'll be right back down. Kind of like scampers up the stairs real quick and you see him come back after a few moments with like this like giant like backpack full of like a, a random assortment of things. And uh, you just kind of see he's got these like giant goggles on, you know. That like you know, it seems like you can like adjust the lenses on to like see better, and uh, you know, just kind of like you know, it almost seems like this backpack like it's like just right at the point where it's almost too heavy for him. Like the coolest kid in the third grade. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, "Okay, I am ready to go." Before that sentence even gets out of your mouth, Zero reaches over and grabs the by the back, like the top of the straps, and kind of lifts it off your shoulders a little bit, and looks at you. Why do you insist on carrying this thing all the time? You know you're going to fall over after two miles, just like you always do. Listen, I, I, I need these are my things, and I need them. I know you need your things, and I know they need to come with you. And Zero, not even asking, just kind of removes the backpack and puts it over one of his shoulders pretty easily. Oh, you're coming with us today, Zero. Well, I certainly wasn't going to stay behind. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, friend. So we're headed from here to... Uh... I think Aralon is the closest city. Yeah. Aralon is the closest city, and it is the closest runner house if you guys are looking for jobs. It's like an hour from here. Friends, I'd like to get some better armor digs. Could we stop at a shop before we hit the runner house? I, I have no problem with that. Let's Ooh. do it. Thanks, God. We need all the help we can get. <laughs> So that's where we're headed. Okay, so you guys have uh, headed out. You have ostensibly paid for your food and drinks, I, I assume, correct? Yes. yes. Good. All right, so we've all <laughs> paid for our food and drinks. It, okay. it's, the price of food and drink I generally count as relatively negligible. Yeah, sure. So that's I, I'm not too worried this about your whether or not you guys are plunking down a this few gold tonight. for it. Is Don't it? worry, you'll make up for it when you have to buy armor. Right. As it happens, they just happen to be taking excess ogre hair at the uh, at the inn restaurant <laughs> as payment. That's fair. You guys still have the scalp, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you're headed out. Like a newborn baby. Do we proceed impeded to Aralon? You proceed to Aralon. Yay! And um, how are you getting to Aralon? By foot? Probably, yeah. By foot, so... You arrive at the city gates of Erlon at about, geez, with food, we're going to say about 11.30 in the afternoon. Wait, 11.30 in the afternoon? Like 11.30 p.m.? N- n- no, 11.30 in the just before afternoon. Don't semantics <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, there's no real 11.30 in the afternoon. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's late morning. I will cut you. <laughs> I'm going to leave the I'm going to make fun of you. I'm not sure. In version 6, could they address that? <laughs> Anyways. This oh. is the afternoon that comes before noon. 
All right. <laughs> <No>. Look, <laughs> 11.30 in the pre-lunch time, you show up at the gates. Excellent. The no. gates aren't locked. There are guards there who eye you warily as you enter the town. They seem to take a note, but they don't say anything to you as you pass by. Okay. Okay. All right. So Quinn you... notices, but, but yeah. doesn't really... He just keeps a mental check of that. Now we're headed. Flinch at one. Hmm? Flinch at one. No, I'm not trying to start trouble. Right. I'm not trying to start trouble. Don't think about it. <laughs> Hobbit looks at the guard shack. Did anybody cut you off? Yep. Nothing really at the guard yeah. shack. There's just one guy posted on either side of the uh, big old barn-looking doors that are the city gates. He also reaches back while he looks at him and, ad- and adjusts Trixie real quick. <laughs> just, just adjusts it on his back. All right, Their guess... expressions don't change. Good. So I guess on to the uh, to the shops. To the shops. Yep. So what is it? Black... Where do I go for armor? Well, you wouldn't go to uh, Balthar's. No, that's Balthar's Blades and Blunts. Blades and Blunts. Right. You're going to a shop very simply labeled as the Armory. Okay, I like it. <laughs> How original. Yeah. Well, Look, you, you're, you're selling armor. You don't need to reinvent the wheel here. Mm. It is about two blocks from the runner house because, well, they know where to put their business. <laughs> so about two two blocks out, and it's about a two-story. It looks like it was a converted house that's now a storefront. It's got uh, forge and bellows and all that towards the back on the first floor. You assume the residence is on the second floor if you were really concerned about that. But you're here to buy armor. Can I afford any kind of armor upgrade? Um, what are you wearing right now? Can you trade chain in? Mail. You're wearing chain? chain? Your next up is splint, but that's uh, like just looking at that on uh, the dummy, that's looking at about 200 gold for the set. All right. So this this looks to be... Now, now wait, wait, wait. Quinn, Quinn steps up. We can always haggle a bit, couldn't we? The shopkeeper looks at you, lowers his glasses and squints. You could try. Just the look on the shopkeeper's face. This is going to be the most fun he has all day. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. 30 seconds. Could we take the jewel that we got from this last thing and try and sell it somewhere? Oh, you man. could attempt to. This is going to be kind of a tough jewel to sell. Damn. But that would give us all more money. Yes, it would. A diamond the size of a grape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to give you a few gold. And by a few gold, I mean, how much is the Hope Diamond worth? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of gold. That's, that's the issue, is it's going to be very hard to fence a jewel like that. But if and when you do, it is going to make you some money. Zero doesn't want to use it as a focusing prism still. Zero wants a lot of things, but Zero isn't <laughs> talking much right now. Right. You may want to take advantage um. of this. <laughs> All right. Well, after glancing over the... Oh, are we haggling? Let's haggle. I got bad charisma. What would it be? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, actually, I do have good charisma. How about going to attempt to haggle? All right. You're making a charisma check. What's the price? 200? 200. And I'm trying to haggle them down to 85? Are you trying to... Chain, oh, are you tra- are well. you trading in your chain mail, too? Yeah. Yeah, so there's another bargaining shit. Yes. How much is my chainmail worth? Your chainmail, uh, you would be able to sell that for about 40. Okay, so then I would be trying to bargain him down to 125. Good luck. Is this even possible before I attempt this throw? Well, again, I can spot you. Well, you can actually use like the help action. Well, no, the, I'm not. I'm not talking yeah. about that yet. I'm talking financially. My I thought is, if I try to get him down to 125, maybe he settles somewhere in the middle with me, and then I would see what. I don't want to make him an offer over 125 if I can get him down to 125. You know what I mean? But if he says no, but I could do 150, then maybe I'll ask you for 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah, start, start where you start are. Start where I'm at. But That's where I'm just let you know you have okay. wheel room. Okay. Um, and then going back to that, I obviously with 
if not better charisma than you. I have plus four. I have of what's your you mean uh, plus two? Well, persuasion. Yeah, plus four. Yeah, he's good. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll make that. A and then I have a plus check, seven. Yeah. So how does how does help work again? I forget. help. You just give him advantage on the roll. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'll step up with you. Bitchin. Help you out. So after I receive help from Quinn. Okay. I'm rolling with advantage. You are rolling with advantage. Nineteen. And uh, what are you saying then? One twenty-five. Hmm. Twenty-five. We've traveled a long way, sure. Trying to sell you my armor. It's been through many fights. Still well, tough as nails. Many fights isn't really a selling point. How about we go one seventy-five? Um, Next round, make another check. This is haggling. We're going back and forth here. <laughs> well, you still have advantage, by the way. Oh, I do. Because I'm with you. 12. Okay. Mm, that armor's in pretty rough shape there. I'd probably go 160. Make another check. One more time. Try to talk him down. Try to talk him down to get a little closer. I know. But what's your next what, yeah, price what was your... you're uh, oh, suggesting? Um... If you did 140, I could do it. Roll on it. Uh, 21. Ooh. 145, final offer. Hoblet turns to Quinn, and uh, as they've had a discussion that Quinn would help him out here, he says I, that he'd need 20 gold from him. To make this deal happen and, and asks if that's something that, 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 that could be done. Could we do that? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I can, I can spend 20. I was thinking about doing something else, but let's play nice. It's a team effort. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was thinking about maybe, you know, pulling out Daddy's dagger, but, you know. Right. The shopkeeper with a we'll broad nice. grin extends his hand. Right. You have a deal, sir. So... All right, and Hoblet shakes. Yep. The deal is sealed. 145, so... Hoblet zeroed out. I'm broke as a joke. But you are now the proud owner of Splint Mail, which means you now have an AC of 17 before anything else awesome. uh, tacks on, like shields and stuff. And I turn to Hoblet and I just say, here's 20, and I won't even charge you interest. You're a good man, Quinn. All right, so now we can go about our business to the room. All right, house. so is anybody else buying anything at the armory while you're here? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. So you now depart the armory, and it is about 12 o'clock in the actual afternoon. No, that would be noon. You just yes. cut us all off from making <laughs> it. Is it a second wow. past yeah. noon? <laughs> like, then it's afternoon. Ready. I had one. We got robbed. Okay, so it's afternoon. <laughs> it's 12.03 afternoon. Yeah, because it 12 is, is not really afternoon at right, all. It's noon. Because it's noon. Noon. Yeah, afternoon. but the moment you get a second past noon, it is now afternoon. <laughs> so I can actually sign with the glasses. <laughs> Other glasses are off. <laughs> Liam, stab somebody. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock. What are you doing? Uh, let's go to the runner house. Yeah, let's go to the runner yeah. house. Let's to the runner house, yeah. which is about a five-minute walk away, and uh, you saunter into the runner house. It's a little bit... Uh, dead because well it's noon on a monday and most hard-working runners were probably up drinking and partying until some absolutely ridiculous hour and they're still either sleeping or hungover cool so we've got our pick of the litter pick of the litter except the board is just a little bit empty right now Ooh, is there anything on the board new stuff hasn't really come in um there is one job and it looks a little big ticket and it is all the way over in the city of tarantis which is how, yeah. Which is like a quarter of the way across the world. Yeah, we have to probably take a ship there. Hmm. It's a jewel heist. So you're stealing a jewel. Payout is 5,000 gold. Jeez. Wow. That's a little too tasty to turn down. I'm in. Let's go steal a jewel. I'd like to get some more information as to who we're stealing this jewel from. Oh. We this one may not be long for the group, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I 
mean, I'm happy to help. I just, I would, I'd like to know what we're getting into. Yeah, is there anyone? A jewel heist. Is there any cashier? Any, so uh, uh, you would take that to the cash. checkout table. Yep. Yeah. And um, a half-elven woman sitting at the table eyes you coolly. And I eye her sultrily. Yeah. <laughs> is that a word? I, sultrily? It is now. Her oh, expression baby. doesn't I made it up on Quinn. Much. <laughs> If anything, she kind of gets the Michaela Maroney is not impressed face. Well, I'm just impressed with myself, so I'm cool. Oh, that's fair. Hey, <laughs> do what you gotta. But she does ask. I think she's impressed by me. All right, folks, what are your credentials? This is an S tier job. Uh, credentials. Oh, you know. Actually... Credentials, what have you done? I'm not just handing a 5,000 gold jewel heist to the first Joe jackasses who walk in off the street. What have we done? We've defeated we fought Leatherface. Befriended. We've the defeated devil. many ogres and the devil. Survived the training. Oh, we, <laughs> him tell him we beat, uh, I mean, I completed contracts. Yeah, why don't we say we have connections what, to Razi? Kind of I don't know if that would be Razi a good thing or a bad thing, though. Yeah, and then they're like, well, who's so, Razi? Yeah, Razi's I dead. I don't think we should. Felix is We've like, completed we one Razi's contract dead. with Ease. No, we didn't kill Razi. Looking Razi for our us. second. I feel Razi like Razi's. Who'd you complete ogre. this contract Razi's with? I don't. I don't know if I have anything from you guys. Razi's are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got those are quotation marks. I'm confused. Who have you completed this contract with? What runner house? <clears throat> this wait. This runner house. What do we do? That, we found kind of front. as a sidebar, that was an independent contract. Yeah, yeah. We that was paid. That was uh, that friend. was paid out by the contractor, not by the runner friend. hall. We did it for a friend. Yeah, it was an independent one. We are nice people. Okay, now you're def- now she snatches it out of your hand. You're definitely not doing this job. This is a jewel heist, and you come at me with your nice. <laughs> we have been nice is a disadvantage. You're robbing jewels here. I want to try and take the note from our. And <laughs> okay, um, like make a strength check. Like, uh, like wait, wait, let me think—not fighter, but I kind of want to like sleight of hand. Oh, okay, okay, sleight of hand. So, uh, make your sleight of hand check. Okay, uh, I got uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, no, you oh, no. do not succeed in getting it away from her. You do succeed in making her pissed. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Go sit down. And let the adults here talk about this job. Okay. Ha uh, ha ha! For once, it's not Hoblet. Are you going? Are, are you going anywhere? Uh yeah. I kind of just like hang outside the runner house. Oh, you're going all the way outside the runner house. Okay, mission accomplished. So I have. <laughs> you got wrong. This says nothing too much, too bad about Felix because he's really a nice guy. But I happen to have a forgery kit. I would like to try to see if I could forge some credentials here to like show that I've completed like a, a good amount and they can, they, they can stick okay. to Okay, where are you going to be using this forgery kit? I mean, not right in front of her face. <laughs> I might, it's like, you know, I, I actually left my credentials in the carriage. I'll, I'll bring them out. I've, the, I, I just met these folks, well, some of them. I actually know this gnome here, but um, I, can, I can vouch for, for our experience. Just give me a moment. I'm going to run back to our carriage. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I was looking So... I'm just going to see, I, you know, with Forgery Kit, I'm just proficient in using it. So I'm just going to give this, just roll it in proficiency bonus. That's it. Yeah. Nice. 19 for forging credentials. Okay. So you have forged several papers. Yeah, of just like, you know, just different, uh, like, legitimate looking contracts that I've completed as Felix Fizzlebottom. Okay. Okay. And I bring them in, and I'm like, here, these are, these are my credentials, um, and I can vouch for these fellas. I... I've, I've met them, and they, they, they seem capable. She looks at one, eyes it, flips it over, looks at another one, eyes it, flips it over, looks at another one. She kind of get, gets a little bit of a, uh, her eyebrow raises just a little bit. Not, I mean, not, not quite full on, you know, people's eyebrow or anything, mm-hmm. but a little <laughs> quizzical there. We do not smell what she's cooking. Sorry. And she immediately <laughs> folds up the uh, the contract for the jewel heist and hands it directly to Felix. Thank you, ma'am. Best of luck, Mister Fizzlebottom. I expect great things. Okay, so I kind of I unfurl it and would like to read the details. Okay, yeah. If you guys, um, she just says, 
if you guys would like to step away a little bit, we got other people who might want to come here. Let's go outside. Yes, 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 yes. We'll, we'll inspect the we'll inspect I turn to Hobla and I say, I told you he'd be useful. Nice. Strong work, little one. Yeah, that's my buddy Felix. Now. So you guys <laughs> just came outside? Yeah, I, say, outside I say we right? head outside and grab grab Ezra and his shame. Well, you know, you mean, right, <laughs> you, you write all this paperwork for, you know, for all these science papers all the time. You just kind of figure out how to word things professionally. Crafty little one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of it's a almost a boilerplate legal document. Right, exactly. Um, yo, X, Y. It's you're stealing a jewel from some count, and it is really hard to pronounce his name. Yo, he doesn't sound. It doesn't look human. It doesn't look gnomish. It doesn't look dwarvish. It just mm. looks like a bunch of gibberish. Yeah. So we're just gonna call him the count. The count. Something so. like um. I don't know how many comics you read that uh, that one short little motherfucker who keeps messing with Superman. Oh yeah, Mizid Pit or oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't. Yeah, tell. Yeah. yeah, it 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 reads like that. Okay, fair. So can any of us can any of us make some sort of um, insight check? Is that what you call it? Yeah, history. Um, well, if it's not Dwarvish, if it's not any of the languages that we speak, it's not check. anything common. So you can make a history check at disadvantage. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm you're gonna you're reaching out of your field here. Guys, let me see if I can make any sense of this name. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus four history. That's a 13. 13. Tip of your tongue. And you're getting there. It's tip of your tongue, but you don't have it. Uh, Quinn's done some, a, lot, you know, a lot of traveling and whatnot, so I'm going to do a quick check. Uh, 17. 17. Dragonkin. Okay. Tyrannus. Yeah. Uh, does this document... Well, Tarantis is oh. the sort of city that anyone would roll up in. Yeah, though. this... Um, right. yep. So this uh, this guy, um, or this note, or posting, I mean, does it have, like, a contact that we're, we need to meet with in the city at all? Is there someone, like... No, to, uh, there's no just... contact in the city. It's this guy he has this jewel. Get it and bring it back to this runner here, house. Here, to this runner house in Erewhon. Okay. Well, then we're going to have to learn a little bit more about this guy. Um... Yeah, is there like a ferry or something that we can charter like charter out of here um, to get to Tarantis, or would we have to like find a way on foot? Um, I think your nearest major ferry would probably be in High Rock. Yeah. D and D here is this like a boat, or are we talking about a magical ferry that flies around? No. We're talking about a boat. <laughs> a boat. Talking about a boat. <laughs> talking about now, a boat. Yeah. If you want to make a deal with the Fey. that may get you there. But they're really far away. One, they're far away. Two. I don't think you know what you're getting into making deals <laughs> with the Fae just for travel. Right. No, no. Yeah, no. All right. The so... she will eat you. Fair enough. Like right. actual eat. Fair enough. Boo this man. Boo. <laughs> I'll edit more crickets in. Pundia. Boo urns? Boo urns. So maybe. Um... We see if maybe there's like some sort of caravan that heads out to Tyrannus from here, so maybe we can kind of join. I mean, like yeah. six of us can hoof it on foot, but it's gonna take us like a week or more to get there. Yeah. Where's Where's High Rock from here? High Rock is. Oh, um, High Rock, not Tyrannus. Yeah, no, you're not going directly to Tyrannus. You're going to High Rock, and you should be able to catch something from the city of the Spire there. Let's it do is it. two days ride, not walk, but ride to the southwest. Well, south by southwest, there are major roads. You may be able to. Uh, catch a wagon going that way if you were to pay for it. Could we all ride zero like a horse? <laughs> yeah, can you exactly. sprout wheels? Zero, zero hears that and looks at you. <laughs> and you now find yourself under the disapproving stare of a giant robot. Oh, sorry, trap. Take a joke. You might need to go back to the armory and see if they sell underwear as well. <laughs> I've soiled myself. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'd like to check to see if there's like a carriage that take that, that like heads down to High Rock from here, so we can maybe ride instead. Okay. Of... Yeah, you can get a little faster. Yeah, I can throw a couple gold to like pay for our journey. All right. Um, there's nothing going out yet today. Mm -hmm. um, you may be able to catch something tomorrow morning. Well, let's do that. We have the job. I mean, like there doesn't seem to be a time limit on this. So let's get there, so that we're not like exhausted yeah. by the time we get to High Rock. So, the roads are there's dangerous. kind of a primitive freight depot a little bit south of the city and at eight o'clock tomorrow morning you should be able to catch your ride cool 
Let's get arrested. I mean, like, down the road, is there like somewhere to stay over there? Is it like twelve well, I mean, five in the afternoon? By south of the city, I mean like just outside of the gates. Oh, so do whatever you got to do tonight before you head out. You have a free evening, a free evening, as it were. <laughs> it's a very rare opportunity, I feel like, for the hapless heroes to have a free evening. I mean, we've just been walking and drinking all day. And I shopping have. and haggling. We pretty much mm-hmm. have a free day. And well, you so have to con- and drink you some more. Just yeah. con your way into a job <laughs> that will pay oh, enough boy. gold. Like, 5,000 gold, if you were to retire right after that, is enough gold for the five of you to live on for most of the rest of your lives. Like, that's, that's I mean, there's a robot with no needs, and five living people, 1,000 gold is a lot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we see if there's any shows in town? Oh, show! What a delight! I'd like to see some music. <laughs> Here, the Morningwood Inn has got some great, uh, some great bands. In fact, there is some uh, entertainment at the Morningwood Inn this evening. Let's check it out. All right. Freaking gnomes! How do we know that? How do we know that? Because there are signs actually posted all over town. Oh. Hey guys, I see a sign. Yes. <laughs> the usual stuff you'd see plastered up on the side of buildings. I mean, this isn't quite New York, but, you know, a little, you know, a few bills so are posted. Yes. Some yeah. bills are posted for Moxie the Magnificent and Heimdall the Mysterious, a traveling bard and illusionist combo. Ooh, sounds great. Let's take sounds it out. sexy. <laughs> well, Moxie the Magnificent definitely is. She's quite a looker. Let's hit it. And uh, they are performing the Morningwood Inn this evening. We're there. All right. All right. So you guys proceed to the Morningwood Inn. You arrive, and the same doddering old man is still running the show. Mm-hmm. He's still a little oblivious. I think he might be a little bit deaf in one ear, but he, he runs a very nice place. I'm old. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be quite so declaratory, but I really love how you said it, so we're going with it. <laughs> I am old. Are there any uh, seats near the stage? Yeah, um, it, it's still kind of mid-afternoon, actual afternoon, and um, they haven't quite gotten there yet. But if you're looking into getting lodging for the night, it's going to be a little bit busy. You may want to reserve your rooms if you're doing that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. That's going to be about five gold for uh, one of the big suite up there that can house all six of you guys for the evening. Okay. What a deal. Yeah, I'll toss a couple. Yeah, I'll toss like two gold pieces in just there. Yeah. Oh, it's five for everybody, not yeah. five each. Yeah, it's five for the room. Oh, I'll okay. Toss, yeah, I'll toss two. You got none, so I'll, I have I'll toss one. zero gold. I'll toss two. Uh, I'm you. tossing. I'm yeah. tossing. I'll toss one and then. All right. Yes, we got it. Okay, so you guys have a room for the evening. It's about mid-afternoon. Folks are still setting up the stage at the far end. So as you go in, you're going in the building at kind of, I would say, almost the front left corner of the building. Like, the building extends off to your right. Directly in front of you are the stairs that would go up to the lodgings on the second floor. Slightly off to the right, you see a hallway that goes sort of towards the back of the building. The bar is there. You can kind of see that there's a little kitchen area behind that. And uh, off towards the right, there are about 12, 13 round tables and a little kind of raised stage area about 10 feet deep by about 25 feet wide at the end of the, at the, end of the building there. I say we, you know, get our stuff in our rooms and just take a seat and let's just enjoy the night. Wait for the show. Wait for the show. Okay. So you guys get settled in. You, got, you guys have your rooms. And we're Perhaps now at maybe pick up about a couple of flagoons of ale. Yeah, with what money? I got your him. money. I got him. <laughs> I've 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 got Hoblet for you. For a you bit. are Hoblet right now. I mean that that is so Hoblet. <laughs> Getting drunk off of someone else's money. Big time. I just feel like tanking him up was was well worth it. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's not. The I worst feel like my money went to a went to a good cause. Days. But. Okay, so you're, you're all sit, sort of chilling that, out at the bar the right goal. now? Yeah, we're kind of yes. probably all at the bar. All right. And probably I want to have drinks to our table. Mm-hmm. Smash things. I want him to destroy everything in our wake. <laughs> all right. 
So we're getting on. The show has started, and they're just killing it up there. She's kind of playing some uh, loop music in the background, setting up a really good sound stage. While this guy, who, Quinn, make a perception check. Passive perception? Or no, active perception. Active perception. You're watching the show. Six. Six. Okay. You don't notice too much. Oh, this guy is a really good illusionist. Like, he might have some power. You can't really tell because you don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing that all night. Yeah. Could I run a perception check on him? Sure. You're you're actively watching the show, right? I'm yeah. I'm all magic right. too. Any wardrobe malfunctions? <laughs> no. There are no wardrobe malfunctions. They're they're shit hot tonight. Twenty one. Twenty one and yeah. This guy is doing doing stage illusions that are both your usual card trick stage illusions. He is really subtly slipping magic, actual magic in while he's doing it. Slippery bastard. Yeah. He's using magic. He's good. It's a great show. I, everyone's really lapping it up. Are anyone going, is anyone going to the bar for more drinks as the night progresses? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Ezra. I got, so, I got Hoblet. I, uh, Ezra, I got Hoblet one as too. you go over to the bar... <laughs> Yep. You are met by human woman. Um, she's kind of That's got short blonde hair. Your favorite type of woman. <laughs> she saunters up to you and looks at you. Runner, right? Say that again. Runner, right? Like hit on her? No, she's she asking you if you'll be a runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought you were asking me to run her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have a girlfriend. He's like, Anyway, so, no, she's asking you if you are a runner. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You are a runner. You've piqued her interest. Nice. So, what have you done lately? Some running. You know, some, uh, <laughs> I got into a fight. You might want to see my scars. Look at my hand. Hmm. <laughs> Where'd you get that nice. from? You know, me and my And she pal- kind of, you know, takes your hand. Yeah. But I, I pull nice it away. I don't is Paradell nearby so, that I can like make some sort of motion to get this dude to oh, stop a puff in his yeah. chest and maybe we want to be a no. little bit more See, discreet? Quinn, <laughs> Quinn's definitely up at the bar as well, and he's just he's having a grand old time watching this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she's kind of shifted a little bit closer to you. Uh, you can tell me a little more, can't you? I'm just making like faces at Ezra, like. like... <laughs> Some mood <laughs> gestures. Like like very, very uh suggestive. Suggestive gestures. The humpy mouth blow job. <laughs> thingy dings. Um, he might be uh like <laughs> illustrating things on napkins and pulling them behind this woman's <laughs> Like showing you. Deadpool drawings. <laughs> um Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, okay. Come Come to the bar. Quinn gives him a well, big thumbs up. Well, no, she's already right next to you at the bar. Oh, okay. I thought. Yeah, no, oh, no, everybody's at the tables. Right? She's there at the mm-hmm. bar, and she's hitting on you. But she, you know, tell her a little something. A hot chick is looking to get regaled with stories. Regale some stories, Ezra. We're just, we're just, you know, I'm me and a few of my pals over here. Uh, get into these serious fights sometimes. So, uh, so Quinn walks up to him, do puts his hand on his shoulder. And he goes, and oh, he's being humble. Guys, I really... He killed a dragon. Just sliced his head right off. <laughs> Watch the whole thing. I was there. I, yeah, you I did, did it. I you did were there. Yeah, 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 I did that. Ezra's, so, Ezra's wait. Ezra slick. wasn't. It's Ezra. terrible. You, you know, your friends do you a lot of credit looking out for you like that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, Ezra. Now, what, what have you done, though? What have you really done? I don't know. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I, I need know. an adult. I need an adult. Twat. That's a pity. Maybe next time you're in town, you'll tell me some stories. And she takes her drink and wanders off. Okay. 
Quinn just kind of struck out. Quinn just kind of, you know, takes his uh, his full ale and and kind of passes it to Ezra, kind of as a as a gesture of you know. Oh, but I still order a beer. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm double fisting at this point. As far as Ezra's concerned, this girl just walks up to him at a bar and interrupts him ordering a drink, and that's just like, ah, I guess I have to have a conversation with you. I believe the phrase is, by Felicia. (laughs) I didn't know what I was getting into. Felicia, you didn't even ask her her name. Well, clearly it's Felicia. She's asking me questions. Yeah, I know. Conversations I go like, two ways. I feel like I'm in middle school. Like, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is great. I don't, I don't know, dude. I... What do you mean you don't know? This is actually how conversations go. Okay. Given people take. I didn't know there was, like, a lack of consensus on this. So Quinn makes a mental note that he's on decided that one of, his, one of his goals in this campaign is to get Ezra laid. <laughs> that is that is now hit one of his mental goals. It sounds like just by the gauge, just, just gauging that conversation. Yeah, it's like be quite I'm so challenge. glad that Quinn was there to watch that because yeah. now he can he can give him his his skills. And... Oh, Dave's writing it down. Yes, yeah, I'm writing this down. That is, that is that is a goal. That is a Quinn goal is to get Ezra laid. Get Ezra. I think that's all of our goal now. I like it. Great. I, I, I pretty much pass on the word to everybody else. Yeah. Like this is this is a sub goal of what we're doing <laughs> for the next week. So, I I've had a little bit of a brain moment, Fran. Do you remember what year this is? Uh, thirteen seventy four. It's thirteen seventy four. Okay, so we officially you have a like. side quest, anyway. Trim Trek thirteen seventy four. <laughs> so the show continues. They play till about midnight. Mm. You guys, I would like everyone here to make a Constitution check. Oh boy. Everybody who's been drinking, or everybody? Everybody. I'm assuming you've all been drinking. I got a 12. Haradil, you've got a 12. is 14. 14. Okay, you're holding up pretty well, but you are pretty tipsy. Doesn't take much for a no. Nine. Felix got a nine. Felix is in the tank. Five. (laughs) Hoblin is hoblin. Ezra. Seven. Yep, you two are drinking away your sorrows. After an hour later, you actually realize (laughs) that you struck out. I'm crying drunk at this point. <laughs> yep, you are. Well, Hoblet and Felix. Oh, a nine, and I'm right alongside of him, just hoping that he cries more. <laughs> so, Paradil, you are the only even modestly sober person by the well, time clearly, you leave the stage. I'm pissed. You're the modestly sober person <laughs> all the time. I hate taking care of drunk people. <laughs> Play it all song. Do the dance. Learn to hold your liquor, man. I feel like Hoblet just starts throwing glassware. At at this point, Trixie, there's a good chance Trixie is out and he's strumming it like an air guitar. (laughs) Felix is actually talking to nobody right now. He's just having a conversation with literally no one. And it's probably just packed with jargon. Yeah, exactly. That's probably all it is. Like like he started like about an hour ago, and everyone has stopped listening about five minutes into it. He's just been going off for. I have to listen to that gnome talk about the matriculating rebulon one more time. Oh, but the matriculating rebulon is such a fascinating device. Someone shut him up. (laughs) Good God, guys! (laughs) All right, so here we are. It is the end of the evening. It is. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here unless stay you're staying here, here <laughs> in your room that you paid for. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I guess it's uh, bedtime. All right. So everyone gets hauled on up to bed. In fact, even Zero comes down and physically drags Hoblet up the stairs. Because oh. who else was going oh. to drag Hoblet up oh. a flight of stairs? Yes. Thud. 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 Holding you, like, behind him. By like by your collar, dragging you behind him up the stairs. Yeah, I use some of my rope. <laughs> At some point, Hoblet passes out while he's being dragged back up. All right. So you all go to sleep. You all get some rest. It's not the greatest rest. So instead of half of your remaining hit die, you can take one hit die back each if you still have any to take back. From all the rest we've done. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I, I figured. Yeah. Right, we're all good. That's why we got We're, drunk, we're right? all pretty good. Right, that's, that's why, why I got drunk. Don't worry. We're getting there. So, the evening has ended. You guys sleep. You wake up. 
How do you make sure that you wake up on time? Oh, I was just thinking about I set this. alarm on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a music box. You used to call me on it. Yeah, yeah. Paradell's got to wake us up. I'm sure he was able to tinker it enough. Yeah, you guys could probably actually hack together something. I've already got a music box. All right. So all all it takes is a little tinkering. I uh, apply one of uh, Zero's clockwork things. Yeah, a time delay music box, which is a brilliant invention. And should you ever decide to retire, you could probably market it. All right, so you wake up at about 7 this in the D&D morning. This D&D campaign just took a capitalistic turn. We're all quitting and working for Paradil, making these new devices that he's... And they lived happily ever after. I call it the End of the iPod. series. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, Dave. So you've woken up. It's about 8 in the morning. What are we doing? Well, going. To, we know it can't be 8 in the morning. Seven it's in seven morning. in the morning. It's seven in the morning. Yeah, approaching eight. In the morning eight. Yeah, yeah. So it is seven in the morning. What are you guys doing? Well, it's almost the afternoon. So, so. <laughs> no, it's not almost the afternoon. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me that Bob Ross throw right off. <laughs> <We> have, uh, <laughs> that was a sneak attack. <laughs> a little bit of his perfume and just kind of you know dabs his neck okay. a little bit. Leaving the morning wood in. You find that attractive blonde from yesterday. And I'd like immediately nudge him. Wearing armor. With three other armored dudes, heavily armored dudes behind her. Dude, she's a rock star. But you like gave up. It's a lot of women. Ezra. (laughs) It's such a good morning to see you, Ezra. Hey, what's up? Yes, Uh... you and your companions should come with us. For, For what? First off, whoa. She taps <laughs> the logo of the city of Aralon on her chest because you're under arrest. And see. Whammy! Oh, shit. Is that where we're ending it? Yeah, oh, that's exactly where I'm ending it. Oh, you son of a bitch. I told you to be with the screen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So, this has been episode six of the Hapless Heroes podcast. To my left, Paradil. Hey. Felix. Good night. Hoblet the Smasher. Don't talk to the cops. <laughs> Should have thought of that earlier. Ezra. God damn it. <laughs> and Quinn. Oh, I'm used to prison. <laughs> I'm Dave, and it's been a lovely night, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you. God damn it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> And just a reminder, guys, you can, you know, follow us on Twitter at, we're at Hapless Heroes, and you can also uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you so feel like it. Yes, rate us, review us, five stars, so we can get more listeners. Thank you. I just want to give a quick shout-out to someone who actually hit us up on Twitter recently. You're probably one of our first Twitter followers uh, as, of the, as of this recording, but who Holy knows, shit, we who got knows when this is. Yeah, we do. And Fantastic. so, uh, at thank Joe you. Botics, thank you for hitting us up. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, thanks for adding us to your Stitcher. Uh, hopefully, you can tell your friends about us. Yeah, thank you very much, Joe. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's Joe. all I had to add. So I guess all right. with that, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>